0: We promised you a great man. Hey, hey, ladies and gentlemen, it is the number one sports and recreation podcast on planet Earth. That's right. It's GP. And all the way from Philadelphia, the site of the 2018 Royal Rumble, on the first ever Women's Royal Rumble, it would be none other than Stack guy Greg. Woo! <laughs> He's in the building. What's how- going on, P? SGG, how are you? I'm doing wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. How are you? <laughs> I'm fantastic. Um, we don't even have time to for pleasantries.
1: No, I we got to dive right into the news and rumors, and then. Raw 25 and then, uh, Rumble recap, don't you
0: think? I, I mean, no, Rumble recap would be, would be hard. Re- Rumble be- preview, I yeah, mean. Yeah, cause if we recap it, think about it. I mean, it's just what is left for people to watch this weekend. <laughs> right. Um, but also there's so much, so much to get to. Let's start off right here before we forget and say the plan for everyone who's been asking in Philly this weekend. Um, we're just not going to have time for a proper mania style meet and greet, but night of, uh, NXT. We will tweet out a section location and we and a time and meet people on the concourse for a beverage and a hangout, uh, a mini heat and greet at the venue. So that I just that was the solution. I honestly just um didn't seem like we like we're having a little bit of a Jew World Order get together, full disclosure. Dipperstein's in town, the whole squad's together. Then I have work all day Sunday, so we just figured the best way to maximize time was to uh, get together there at Wells Fargo Center. So SGG, all right, I want to get the hard stuff out of the way so we can delve into the, the press conference that Mr. McMahon had today so we can get into uh, Raw 25, comments, opinions, Etc I don't even know how much time we'll have for SmackDown or anything like that, and then get into our, our our preview. But Enzo Amore released by WWE. Released,
1: yeah, amid um, sexual assault allegations, which um, they should remain allegations at this point, regardless of which side. I, I, this one has been really polarizing. You know, I've seen some people come out in support of Enzo and immediately demonizing the um, the alleged victim here, and I've seen some people come out. Um, in support of the victim and immediately demonized Enzo. And I think if there's ever, ever a case where you want to <laughs> just wait for the facts, just wait for because everything is coming down at, at like breakneck speed. And um, for those of you who haven't heard, if you haven't been on social media the past couple of days, on uh, Monday, um, a woman, I believe her name is Philomena. That was I'm her, um, I
0: think that was just true. Oh yeah, I think that's, that's her a
1: name. real name. Yeah, Philomena, yeah. Um, I'm forgetting the last name, but she sent out several tweets and released some screenshots, and she accused um, Enzo More of of raping her back in October. And uh, amid that, Enzo was suspended just hours before Raw twenty five, and uh,
0: and first things first, let's start here. Um, it's a, WWE had to let me shill real quick, and by shilling I mean tell you a fact. WWE had to suspend immediately. You have no option otherwise. There's no such thing as waiting and hoping that it turns out to not be true in the era we live in. That just doesn't make sense. Right.
1: And even, even Enzo Amore said this himself in his interview with Corey Graves. Um, when Corey asked him about being kicked off the bus, he goes, you know, they're a fortune 500 company. There are certain things they have to do, which includes providing transportation for me to and from the venue as talent, but that also includes bringing the hammer down in a situation like this, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, there's just, you, you cannot afford a situation where you decide not to do anything, then it turns out that he is guilty, and then they say, oh, let's never forget that they let him wrestle after they knew. They, they just can't do it. Right. So they suspend him um when there was not a whole lot of information out, and I'll be honest, you know, um what I've seen to me I've told you guys I'm one of the few Enzo supporters who has worked with him. Um although I do know some other ones. Um I like Enzo and I think that he is a an interesting dude who marches to the beat of his own drum. <laughs> yeah. But I I in my experience with Enzo, uh I've always found him to be a good guy. Um that does not mean, let me be, you have to be so clear and unequivocal here because no matter what I say, I'll I'll get chewed out for it. That doesn't mean that he was incapable of doing this. You never know what people are capable of.
1: And that's, I I feel like the victim needs to be, um, given that as well, because in the days since she made these allegations, you know, people have been on her social media account and... Well, uh,
0: listen, if you look at, if you look at some of her social media, and you look at some YouTube videos she has put up herself. It's very provocative. It's very provocative. And, and she doesn't, and on site you go, let's, let's put it this way, Greg, you're a lawyer. Let me just ask you this. You're a lawyer. If someone came to you and showed you her timeline and some of the videos she's done, mm-hmm. would you think, "Oh, we have the ability to prove that she's not credible?"
1: Yes, and that and that's the that's why I want to caution people though too because, you know, as a lawyer, do I think his lawyers are going to be able to um get him out of this situation? I do. But just as a human being watching this whole situation, I don't wanna say that to say that because of her history and that the means way it she couldn't pre- have that, exactly. Just like because he's a good guy, he couldn't do it, just because she presents herself a certain way, doesn't mean she can't be a victim.
0: Yeah, no, I, I that that part is absolutely true. So um we have to wait and see how things played out. I reached out to Enzo. Um you know, I do think uh the story seems there are things about it that seem peculiar but that said you just got to let the whole thing play out and um and see what happens i certainly hope it's not true it would be hugely disappointing Um and the bottom line is you know if you're asking why the wwe lets him go without it happening guys i think we i think we've been very clear on this show and it seemed pretty clear through a million different places that for a variety of reasons he's been treading on thin ice um, right, Whether we think that's fair or not, and I, I think I've been incredibly vocal at times that, thinking that people have gone too far with the way that they've seen Enzo. But that being said, Enzo in a lot of situations did not do himself favors to ingratiate himself. And when you don't ingratiate yourself and something happens, you are it's less – very th- easy. You don't have those allies so back there to be so like – It's so easy. It's easy to say he's
1: more of a headache than he's worth than to say – Let's give him another shot when he is in the position that he, he put himself in.
0: Right, exactly. Now if it's, and, and, and that's the thing. The bottom line is you say put himself in and that part's accurate no matter what. Cause I do not believe that he's denying knowing this person. I think he's denying the way the situation played out. Um, and by that, I mean, even if he didn't, um, commit this horrible act, even if they had a consensual situation, you still put yourself in that situation exactly by making a bad judgment call. With if it turns out that that it that it did not happen, you made a bad judgment call about the character of person you were spending time with, and those are things that a lot of celebrities have to deal with um, and can have ugly ramifications. Um, so. Listen, it's an ugly, unfortunate situation. It happened a few hours. It forced them to scrap the cruiserweight stuff. Um, and anyways, we'll see how it plays out. Um, but it was a, it was a bummer on what is really, I mean, it's, damn it, it's like a mania week. It's Christmas time otherwise. Yeah, it really is. I mean, I, I mean, we'll, we'll, um, so before we get to Raw 25 then, Mr. McMahon had a press conference today, um, which at the time we're recording has not happened yet. So we can only speculate Well I have some information that I know is confirmed So uh, that I think well, everyone has Well before
1: you confirm Can I speculate a little bit? Please So I somehow convinced myself That he was going to bring back um, IcoPro Wow And that he was going to um, Turn the performance center Into a business model That he could sell uh, sports teams And invest that way because the $100 million of stock doesn't seem like enough to start a brand new league to me. But also um, when he formed, was it Alpha? Yeah. Alpha LLC, I'm forgetting the name. But when he formed the new company, um, it didn't specifically say that they were going to do football. It just said football-related ventures, And so it made more sense to me that they were going to go like the supplement nutrition workout route. That they may have perfected in Orlando over a brand new league, especially with concerns about, you know, CTE and, uh, different things like that.
0: Okay. Well, I don't purely think, speculative. Don't think you're right. Um, Alpha entertainment, um, will be, uh, the company that holds this professional football league. Um, the league will launch in 2020. It will not be a WWE venture. It will be an alpha entertainment venture. Um, it will not be directly associated with WWE. Yeah.
1: Keyword being directly though, right? Because how, how much can they disassociate from, you like he sold WWE stock to form the company that starts the venture. The offices, um, are right across the street.
0: Yeah. I mean, exactly. I don't think that there's a situation in which, uh, it's, it's, it's not. There's not some feel and influence and talent and <laughs> right. I, I, obviously. I mean, that, those are what Mr. That's what Vince McMahon's resources are. That's <laughs> that's yeah, exactly. So, so the the questions that we don't have the answer to as we're recording this podcast, and maybe you'll have it as by the time you're listening to this podcast. Though I don't think there'll be a ton of details. Are exactly what the plans are besides a football league that starts in 2020. What separates that league. If it resembles the old XFL, if it's called the XFL, well,
1: that was another thing too. There's a screenshot circulating around uh, around social media that that basically, I guess, someone like Alpha Entertainment, like they did a test run of their YouTube channel just to make sure everything was going going smoothly, and the last shot of like this little tester that they did was a red, white, and blue XFL logo. It said XFL future. And it was like a glass table. It looked really like almost futuristic. Um, so that's out there. So the speculation is that it's going to be called XFL. It has a brand new logo and it's getting like a fresh coat of paint and it's going to happen. Yep. That's the one right
0: there. Yeah. I see, I see a screenshot right here. So i got to tell you, listen, I'm very surprised by this whole thing. Um, I find it bizarre and interesting simultaneously. I, I do as well. But I'd also be lying if I said I wasn't somewhat excited by it. Not that I think it's a home run to be successful. But just that, you know, I think when you become a big fan of WWE, you're also interested in the ventures of Vince McMahon. It's, it's true. This is another storyline in the story of Vince McMahon.
1: It's true. And I actually think it's there's a lot of roadblocks to success for um a new football league. Like, where they're gonna play? Where are they gonna get players? with where, where coaches, you know, how are you gonna pay them? A hundred million dollars can only go so far. So I don't know. Yeah, and,
0: and and well are there investors? You know, is it is it a hundred million of his own, but then he has partners? Yeah, we don't know. Is he able to do it with, um, a network? Or does the network, are the networks locked into their deals with the NFL? Or can, can he still work with NBC again?
1: Yeah, I would, ha- you would have to imagine that the NFL tightened the, uh, tighten the reins on all these networks.
0: Well, does that mean it's, pl- that, that another tie into it is the WWE network? Like, I, I, there's a lot of question marks that, you know, um, We'll have answered at three o'clock and maybe. Hopefully may-
1: this is, this is the WWE for after all. Like
0: they. Yeah, actually they certainly all won't be answered at three o'clock. That's a very good point. They will be partially answered at three o'clock. <laughs>
1: right. Maybe we might even get more questions
0: at three o'clock. So yeah, I mean, normally Enzo, uh, and the, at return of the XFL could be an entire hour long podcast. However, this is a week when there's a lot more going on. Yeah,
1: we had we do have one other thing from outside of the ring. Oh, please, so so ridiculous. But I also <laughs> want to ask you about it. There is a there's a rumor. Oh yeah, that you pay fifteen thousand dollars per appearance mm-hmm. to be involved with the WWE. Mm-hmm. And so I want to ask you: Do you have fifteen thousand dollars you can lend me so that I can? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Wrestlemania pre-show. Hold on, how, I saw this tweeted, like, once, w- was this, like, actually an active thought, or was it, like, very spotty, or is there, like, a good amount of people referring to this?
1: So, a lot of people, well, I I don't know where the number came from, I saw the one tweet, but then under the tweet, there was mad comments of being, like, yeah, he's such a mark for paying, blah, 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 like, he must have mad money to do this, like, it, it was it was hilarious, like, the conspiracy, I, I get involved in some conspiracy theories myself, don't don't get me wrong. You just heard my IcoPro theory, but that's
0: hilarious. I, I, um, I will tell you of all the shots that I got taken this past week, the, the paying to be on the show. And just to, just to be clear, it's not that you
1: and Sam are paying to be on the show. No, 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 me. It's you are paying.
0: No, in fact, I, I saw one specific tweet where it's like, you know, that's why Rosenberg pays, but not Sam. I saw that, too. <laughs> and again, one of the – and I promise, and I promise, we are not going to spend today uh talking about people that upset me. I promise. But of all the ridiculous things – and no, that, That's my favorite. But hold on. Be realize The built-in and ha- amazing bias of Sam is literally – and I love Sam. We've talked about this before. Literally the biggest shill in the history of wrestling. He, it's part of his brand. We are actually critical on this podcast all the time. And yet Sam, because they like Sam for whatever reason, Sam, he's just worthy and he got his opportunity. <laughs> Me, who have, def- who have, I've, I've been definitively more critical of the WWE than Sam. Definitively more critical. I pay 50 and you think well yeah let me just answer yes I do Greg I pay 15,000 <laughs> but I want everyone to know when I pay to get on I make the check out to Alpha Entertainment. Alpha. <laughs> ah, okay. So I'm also an investor in the XFL. Um isn't that like ridiculous? Wouldn't that be ridiculous on WWE's part though like this
1: global entertainment company responsible for They let you for s- pay
0: for time? Right. I mean hold on. C- considering the fact that the only places you can do that are like local radio and news channels sometimes. Like Hot 97, for example, you cannot do that even. Like even at a local, big local radio level, not an option. Maybe if like, you know, I suppose if you came with a really big paycheck for Hot 97, like you were like, yo, I want my own show and, They'd agree to put it on like maybe Sunday morning at six o'clock, and you could come up with like fifty thousand. I, I bet right. that's possible. But the idea that WWE would do that is, there, and I would have done it a long time ago if that was the case. <laughs> I'd be like, really, fifteen k to get on?
1: Also, I can't even count how much you've done in the past year, which is like by extension to say how much you've spent. Would have happened Oh and
0: like, no, I spent so much. You, by the way, quarter
1: of a million dollars. Well, bring we it
0: to the no. Bring it to the table was more. They said if you want. But but at the same time, I I ran out of money. I ran out of money, which is why they canceled. Bring it to the table. But um, shout out to the um people. The, our hashtag with a life listeners. Because I did yesterday, I was googling something and came across the Reddit thread about me and War Machine and that whole thing. And shout out to some of our people and some of the people aren't even listeners, but who just got fed up of like the blind hate and were just like, there were actually a lot of rational people on Reddit calling people out, like, "Yo, guys, your hate for this dude sounds insane. <laughs> like, you people sound insane." Now there is a rumor out there. I believe I believe that when I went on the air at the Barclays Center, no, this part's a fact. I lived through it. When we went on the air at the Barclays Center for the kickoff show the other day, there were a lot of people chanting my name right around where we were seated. Okay, a lot. It's Brooklyn. It's a lot of Hot 97 okay. listeners, Michael K. Show listeners. I was told that the second my face came on the screen at Hammerstein, I got booed out of the building. Which No that's inc- that's that's what I was told by Frank the Clown. It's a
1: perfect segue to Raw 25 talk, but yes. it also it makes sense though. Because I
0: hope so. I, I Listen, I'll be disappointed now if it didn't happen. Right. Cause I, listen, I, I would like to be the Roman Reigns of, of commentary one day.
1: And let's be honest, like that, Roman Reigns is a perfect, uh, comparison to your response at Raw 25. Like Brooklyn was where, like, the kids and the casual fans and those people were and then.
0: Oh no, that part was 100% real. There's no but, way I would have gotten the same reaction at Hammerstein, even if the booing was exaggerated, which I don't think so. Frank the Clown told me that he was like, yo, he sent me a picture. He was like, it, it was nuts in here. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't, I, I that would, I wouldn't, even if I didn't get booed, I wouldn't have gotten the love that I got at Barclays Center, which was like damn near, I couldn't even walk up a, a foot. Right. Because it's the casual fan. It's the local New Yorker who knows me from the other shows. So it really was. It really was what we talked about, and and then uh, in, in Manhattan Center you
1: would have been in a sea of smocks. like they would have circled you like a bunch of sharks. Oh yeah, rat. yeah.
0: They would have been booing and going insane. Um And by the way, it was so funny. I also saw an article. Some guy wrote an article, and actually, Greg, I got to tell you, I looked this guy up because the writing was so bad. I was like, who is this loser? And I looked him up on Twitter, and it said we had one that I he had one follower I knew. Guess who it was? Me? It was you. <laughs> oh, my God. You followed this random nerd. First of all, his article made absolutely no sense on a variety of levels. But my favorite part was when he compared me to Frank and Brock Lesnar guy.
1: Who? Uh...
0: I didn't understand. Anyway, you know what? I promise our listeners, I really did have a good week and I don't care. Um, and I, l- I feel the love from our listeners that we wouldn't dwell on this anymore. Until,
1: no no this is raw 25 talk though. This is raw 25. This is included in raw 25 yeah, talk. This is raw 25
0: talk. So that being said, let's get to raw 25 and Greg, you watched it at home. Yes. What how was raw 25?
1: So at home it was great, right? Cuz you got everything and it, that's what I was hoping. Um you got everything, you got to see everything from the best seat in the house, best camera angles. Certainly I had a better time than the Manhattan Center people. I I got to say.
0: The Manhattan Center did not sound good. No. It sounded like that went really poorly. Um
1: and I almost felt bad about it, like how their time was going. But I was like, mm, eh.
0: they're probably annoying anyway.
1: Yeah, these these elitist
0: super fans. I don't exactly know. <laughs> these elitist super fans spent eight hundred dollars on a ticket. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm 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 I think it's a little just bit, kidding. Uh, but I do think it's funny that none of them thought logistically about it, though.
1: Yeah. Well, this is what I thought, right? I thought that. I thought the Manhattan Center would have like the better experience. I'm, I'm on record as saying this. Like I sent out tweets. I actually have to send out an apology tweet now that I'm thinking about it. I said, the place you want to be for Raw 25 is the Manhattan Center. And it's just, it's just not true. You got Vince, Stone Cold, Shane and Stephanie to open the show in Brooklyn.
0: Yep. And by the way, the opening was the best segment of the night. Yeah. Um, and that would be the, that would be my, listen, Deadspin wrote a great article. Negative, but a good article breaking down why they did not like Raw 25. I had a great time because I was there, and in the moment at the Barclays Center with the energy, it was really fun. But we talked about on this show this being an opportunity to do something really special to kick off uh WrestleMania season. And I said this on the kickoff show too. I said it's like this precursor that we've never had before, and it's an opportunity to do something cool. I believe that opportunity was somewhat squandered.
1: I, I do as well. And you said, you said something really interesting, which goes to a point that I wanted to make about raw 25. I feel like for the people at home, it was a standard issue. Raw for the people in the Barclays center. It was a standard issue. Raw for the people in Manhattan center. It was a huge disappointment, <laughs> but for um, people backstage and WWE employees and legends, and everything like that, it was, uh, it was a massive success. It was like, I don't I don't want to say high school reunion, but like you got to see all your friends. You got to hang out. You got to laugh, joke.
0: Well, that said, I, here's where I disagree with you on that. Um, I believe there were some people who were disappointed with how they were utilized, which was a concern that I had when they announced a million people for the reunion. Well, legends are like people
1: at home because I no, 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 like no, like people audience. at
0: home being dis- No, no, sorry. Legends, people who came back to work.
1: Oh yeah. I can see that because we we at home felt that like uh Trish Stratus came out to wave. The general managers just got you know they got to wave. And that you know
0: nothing time. disappointed me more than MVP just playing a card game. Yeah, I mean listen, it was one of the card game was one of the more fun nostalgic parts of the show. I think it was a well done little skit, but I mean listen, you guys, listen, I want to tell you guys, I admit it, I'm biased. We all know I'm friends with MVP and I'm biased, but. Come on, man. A VIP lounge over peep show all day, every day. I, I that's what I would have wanted. If you were going to do something like that. I even you, said on, say
1: brother love show over,
0: over, peep of show. course. Brother, but brother love's not from the raw era. So I, I, I they just used him. Was
1: he not from the raw? Era? He Didn't, was but, in it like he, one like time. The early raws. They had, yes. Yeah,
0: very early on. He was, he was a part of it very early on and had a managerial role very early. Didn't he have, um, the Taskmaster,
1: the Taskmaster, no,
0: that no, was that DiBiase. Was he didn't. He have brother love manage someone. I don't recall. Or brought brother them love. out. I'm looking up. Brother I got love, it.
1: Um, you're no stack. Brother guy. love brought up the brought out the Undertaker. I don't even know where my phone is.
0: But that's not that's that pre-Raw raw era. era though. Um, In the Raw era, I don't know who. But here's the thing. Here's the way I look at it. Think about it like this. Think about the kind of athlete that Jason Jordan is. And what he's supposed to be, like this decorated, amazing athlete. Who better than MVP in the VIP lounge to have a conversation with him? I don't know. Listen, um I like I like uh, I like Christian a lot, but it, I just thought that was an. Op- we we see Christian all the time. Deadspin spoke to this really well. The problem is, a lot of these guys never really feel like they're gone. So in them never feeling like they're gone, it's not that exciting when they return. Yeah. So the ones that were a little bit more rare are the Austin. ones you'd, you'd want to see. Right. And Austin. So it gets started with this incredible moment of like, Oh my gosh. Austin's stunning people. By the way, I love Austin, Steve Austin. I saw him backstage and he was, he's such a cool dude, but, um, that was amazing. But then after that, what was the great nostalgic moment that you, you loved?
1: Arguably the end with the, um, the click and DX and then folding the ballot club into it. But he, like, all, that's still, that's still highly debatable. Like you, it's, well, how
0: did, how did you react to that at home?
1: I thought it was cool. Like it, it felt predictable. I thought it was cool, but, um, but, but it, it wasn't exciting. No, definitely not to the level of, of Stone
0: Cold. And then after that, you know, you didn't get any big shocking return. We knew they were unlikely. Right. But, you know, Punk, Hogan. If the the highest level is Punk, that would have been earth shattering. And the next level down is Hogan, which still would have been like, whoa. There wasn't any. There there wasn't even anything two level. There was no surprise. No. They announced every surprise. That was the one that just really bothered me. I don't understand why we announced every single surprise.
1: And and the other thing too with Raw 25 was they put not that they put themselves in this spot, but like they really were in a tight spot with this being um the go home show to a rumble. So like they had to set that up very well but then also execute this amazing nostalgia-filled show um really well. And I I think like you said they They shouldn't have mentioned they shouldn't have overhyped it so much because I think once they said Raw twenty five and then we're gonna go to the Manhattan Center and Buckley Center, like that much sells itself. But like them hyping it I was expecting like a an all time great raw and I got a raw that
0: It was good. Like it had I thought it had a couple of listen, it had a great and for the record I'm an idiot and I accidentally said Taskmaster. I was referring to Steve Austin. Oh, the, it was, ringmaster. It was the ringmaster, that, and it was the ringmaster, and that is DiBiase. And it was, it was he, but it was Pritchard. It was Brother Love on the Brother Love show in November 1995 with DiBiase. That DiBiase came out and introduced the ringmaster. Okay,
1: and he gave him the million dollar championship, and then
0: and that's how. And then Brother Love went off camera again, so he wasn't really a real big part of of Raw. But anyways, we got a great IC title match.
1: New champion,
0: a new champion, The Miz, eight-time champion. Yes, um, the Miz, uh, who I think now is tied with Chris Jericho. No,
1: Chris Jericho has nine.
0: Nine. Oh, so he's just behind Chris Jericho. Um, and he's
1: about to pass uh, Pedro Morales though for like most days as champion, I believe.
0: No, overall all-time days as yeah, champion. Yeah, if he makes it, if
1: he makes it to WrestleMania, I think he will pass Pedro Morales.
0: Saw rumors today. Of The Miz and Braun Strowman. I did as well. What are your thoughts? Miz versus Braun Strowman WrestleMania.
1: I feel like Braun deserves a championship. And I feel like that championship is the universal championship. So I don't think Miz-Braun for the Intercontinental Championship at WrestleMania is is the match.
0: However, there is a situation in which... If if there's nothing else for Braun that makes sense for whatever reason, but with the Miz having the Miz Tourage, there is a way to really build Miz up, which they would have started with by having him win on Monday. Well he won sort of clean. Clean of right? Yeah. Um there is a situation in which you continue to build him up, plus he has the Miz and Braun winning beating him and winning the IC title. It's cool. Listen, I do agree. The IC title for what Braun has been doing is below him. However, the Miz is not below him. The Miz in him, I believe, is a worthy level feud for him. Right. I really do believe that. I, I think the Miz is – I mean, he's right there. He's, he's top of the game. It might be weird. It might be weird to say it. Let's be real. Also, Miz uh, – Miz in Hot 97? Yeah, to Miz in Hot 97. If you haven't watched on YouTube, I really suggest that he was hilarious. And we were talking something about the situation I was having with the internet and he was just saying basically, <laughs> he was basically like, you mean the same people who now cheer me because it's cool to cheer me, but who really hated me, like didn't just like sort of hate me and boo me ironically, like... They truly thought I was the worst ever. (laughs) It's true. And now they literally all think like I'm the best thing since sliced bread. I was like, yep, that just about sums it up because that is – it is a mob think. It's like every – listen, the wrestling internet is just like every other internet. It's a mob think at all times. And if you go the other way, you get dragged. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. That's true. the bottom line. Everything that happened in that conversation that I had. For example, when Kevin Owens jumped in and then jumped on the side of the internet against me last week. <laughs> first of all, when I pulled Kevin Owens into it, I was joking. That was very clear. Um Kevin Owens then jumps in and say I play audio of Kevin Owens saying, uh and I did it to myself by even posting the audio, but my boy Jason Symbol, loyal listener to the podcast, sent me the audio Of of him saying, I don't have time to watch New Japan. So I post it and say, well, I guess Kevin Owens doesn't like wrestling anymore either. Right. Joking. KO, bless him, cares about what the internet thinks. That's the kind of wrestler that he is. Also,
1: like, that's been his core audience. That's been his core base
0: forever, right? And so I get it. He didn't want me to drag him into it. So he comes at me. At that point, to the crowd that he was playing to and the crowd that had been coming against me, they're like, well... Look what happened. Now KO spoke. It's over. In my mind, I'm like, so? He's still wrong. It doesn't <laughs> change. Him agreeing with you does not change the statement. In fact, all he's doing is contradicting a point that I clearly demonstrated by playing his audio, which is that you can love wrestling and not have time for New Japan. That was the only point I was trying to make. Right. It was not that... It was not that... uh He's bad for that. Of course he loves it and wishes he could do it. But he's a father who works a lot, etc. Anyways, it's that mob think though. The second they see that, they all jump in and go, oh, oh my gosh. So it's it's down the board with everything and every option including The Miz and his emergence. Now the internet has to say The Miz is good because if you don't say you like The Miz in that circle, people are like, oh, uh, you don't like The Miz? I mean The Miz is awesome no pun intended
1: he is awesome but i will say this and he
0: is that. awesome by the way but in this case they feel obligated to say it
1: yeah and and for me the miz i just accepted that i'm never gonna be in love with his ring work that's just how like i i not he's not gonna be like a technical master he's not gonna ever get the figure four right and i just have to be okay with that that's who he is
0: i i think is but do you do you like his ring work more or less than cena
1: I don't like Cena's ring work either too much. I'm not going to lie.
0: I think Miz's looks more natural than Cena's.
1: But especially when Cena like tries to experiment with the new moves and the springboard stunner and it's the same thing with Cena though. Like I just have to accept that he has a style and his style of wrestling might not be my favorite style of wrestling, but it works for the character and the rest of like the overall all the that, that's together. exactly,
0: and that is by the way, exactly the way to look at it, in my opinion. You, you can say that you think Cena sucks, as many people loudly do. Right. And I am with you 100%. He ain't, he ain't Brett, he ain't Sean, he ain't Savage, nope. he ain't Stone Cold. Nope. He ain't Davy Boy. He ain't Dynamite. He ain't even, <laughs> nope. he, you could go all the way down, he ain't even Roman. Um, he's, nope. there's a lot of people he's not. Right. Um, he's not even Rocky. Okay. <laughs> right. But, but I enjoy the overall performance right. and the entertainment of Cena. Right. Um that doesn't mean like he'll never be I'll never say he's the number one of all time. I don't think that'll ever happen for me. Um even when that becomes the conversation, which it eventually it, it will. It has become the conversation. We sent Zach
1: on the street to have the conversation. Yeah,
0: I mean I, I to me that part will never he will never be um number one all time to me. Um, And it's interesting too because isn't it funny, I don't know about you, but like even Hogan who got the same sort of criticism that Cena gets, I don't think it's just because we grew up with him. I think it's because of the way he was trained. Even if you don't think Hogan's a top tier worker or wrestler, stylistically I so much prefer Cena to Hogan. In terms of, uh, like, realism. Right. And, or, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, there's a look to Hogan that fits in better within the time he was in to me than Cena ever did. You know, it's weird because Cena would, Cena's main rivalries were with people like Randy, who's a natural. Right. Edge, who's not my all-time favorite, but v- a very good hand. Like, he's a solid, solid wrestler. And Cena always stuck out. You know, that's the bottom line. But with The Miz, I think Miz is cleaner than Cena. And again, I think overall, the character and what he's doing is just right. And that—that's
1: really what makes it money, like the character and him on the mic, and just like the suits and the impeccable ties and like the 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 thousand dollar shoes and all. Like it might even be more than a thousand dollar. I don't know how much his shoes cost. Well, Miz they look to, expensive.
0: Well, remember, Miss has to pay a lot to be on the show. <laughs> so <laughs> right, that's true. Remember, that's a lot already to pay. With. So. Anyways, Raw, listen, I'd love to hear your feedback. You guys know my email address, rosenbergbeats at gmail.com. The address I only give out to peckerheads on this show. Um, but I, and I, I, by the way, I appreciate, it. I got a lot of messages this week and I appreciate all of them. But yeah, if you want to give us your feedback on what you thought, I certainly appreciate it. Like I said, I enjoyed it overall, enjoyed it, thought it was a entertaining show, but in terms of what it could have been, I believe it was an opportunity missed. Um, and I think we, I think we're on the same page and leaving it there. All right. It's time to talk about the Royal Rumble. But first, I got to talk to you about something important. We were introduced to a new product from a sports nutrition brand called Force Factor. It's a supplement called Alpha King. It's their latest and greatest free testosterone booster backed by legendary superstar. One of the greatest ever do it. Bo Jackson. Yes. Bo knows. The one and only Bo Jackson. Now, Alpha King is seriously a powerful product. It helps guys um, over 40 increase their energy, build lean muscle in the gym, amplify passion and drive, enhance performance, and reclaim their masculinity. Who doesn't want all that? Seriously. This is amazing. Force Factors is a trusted brand. They've been around for nearly a decade. GNC recently bestowed upon them their coveted breakout brand of the year award, which is pretty amazing. And these guys know what they're doing. Create great formulas. Alpha King. It's different from other boosters out there because it contains patented new ingredients like Alpha Fen, which has been shown to absorb better in the body than the ingredients that most other test boosters use that means it works quickly and you can only find alpha in alpha king alpha king so powerful that you only need to take one small capsule per day easy plus we don't need to remind you it's bo jackson we're talking about and who doesn't want to be more like bo so listen up you can buy a full month supply of alpha king at gnc but you can only get a complimentary two-week sample directly from force factor by texting royal to 809 809- 809. That's right. Text Royal, R-O-Y-A-L, to 809-809. Get the phone out and text the word Royal to 809-809. Do it right now. Super easy and you'll be happy you did it. So, Greg, we turn our sights to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. Um, do we even have time to talk about NXT? Do you want to mention anything about TakeOver?
1: Um, I don't know that we have time. I know that Adam Cole and Aleister Black, um, That's the match that I want to see the most out of all the NXT TakeOver Philly uh, matches.
0: I love Aleister Black. They're an amazing tag team. (laughs) Aleister and Black. And I can't wait to see what they do. Um, No, I I am looking forward. We'll be in the building. But I just don't think for time purposes we have much time to preview that. Um, However, the... 2018 Royal Rumble consists of the men's Royal Rumble match, the women's Royal Rumble match, and right now four other matches that we will give quick picks for so we can talk about the Rumble itself. The Usos champions against Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin.
1: I'm going Usos.
0: I'll stay Usos too. It's two out of three falls for the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championships. It ain't time yet for the Usos to give this thing up no. to me. I, I love Gable and so. Benjamin though. I would. I, I do, too. I would not spend a lot of time uh crying over it if they won, but I just don't see it yet. Um Seth and Jason Jordan against Cesaro and Sheamus, the bar. I'm going Rollins and Jordan. I'm going Cesaro and Sheamus. I think it's going to be an early end after some confusion, maybe some <laughs> deceit, and we will start getting to a quick breakup of Jason Jordan and Seth Rollins. I don't know how much longer Jason Jordan can hover in the middle here. Just seems like it's almost time for us to find out what this guy's all about.
1: Well, does, doesn't Raw have another pay-per-view uh, between the Rumble and uh, Mania? Yes. I feel like that might be the time for him to, like,
0: really... And that, no, it might be, but to me... Yeah, that's true. Maybe you wait till then. We shall see. AJ Styles, the champion, against Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, attempting to be the first ever co-champions, a handicap match for the WWE Championship.
1: As much as I would love to see co-champions... Um, ko and sammy because cammy is not a thing we're that's gonna stop trying to make that a thing aj i'm going go aj styles
0: um you almost feel like the setup is so perfect for like the comedy of ko and sammy zane as co-champions um but I, I can't see it happening yeah i mean it could it definitely it could and we would all love it if it did we really would it'd be very entertaining um I mean, then you have the opportunity though, of someone trying to get the title off of them.
1: Right. And never knowing who you're going to have to face or if you're going to have to face both of them.
0: Or the winner at the Royal Rumble calling out the two of them. So it would be cool. But I'll go AJ Styles. Uh I will go with... <sighs> Universal Championship match. We're talking about Brock Lesnar versus Braun Strowman versus Kane. Uh, I think we'll go with what everyone thinks is gonna happen. Brock Lesnar will pin Kane and retain the championship. I'm guessing you agree?
1: I, in my mind I agree, but oh, I'm, gonna, no. I'm gonna go Braun just because that's where I think they should go with this.
0: I think it's time. You think it's time already? I do. You, his time is up, his time is now. <laughs> exactly. Your time is up, his time exactly. is now. Exactly. Um, Let's see. The 2018 Women's Royal Rumble match. Okay. Um, participants we have so far Naomi, mm-hmm. Asuka, Ruby Riot, Natalia, Sasha Banks, Bailey, Mandy Rose, Sonia Deville, Carmella Tamina, Lana Liv Morgan, Sarah Logan, Mickey James, Nia Jax, Becky Lynch, Alicia Fox, Dana Brooke. That is what like 23 or something? Um
1: I saw 18 women were announced. I wasn't I wasn't counting how many names you said, but I saw that 18. there were 18 announced. 18 seems 12 spots for surprises,
0: which I think is probably why we didn't see much from the the girls who came back last week. I well, still Which is
1: why we didn't see certain girls too because they don't you don't want to put them on screen be like oh yeah i forgot about so-and-so you want them to be a complete surprise when they actually
0: pop up do you think there's a chance that lita appears because it's odd that lita wouldn't have been back
1: yeah so that's and that's my thinking with lita like we didn't see her because people mentioned trish and lita in the same breath like they go hand in hand
0: and, and yet she wasn't there right and i don't see lita i don't see trish working it
1: and i don't see them snubbing lita me neither so i think
0: lita, lita. comes back um i'm saying bella twins both of them or one I'm saying twin both. in particular? Okay. I'm saying both. I, I, it's just, how could they get left out of this? Right. Knowing how much they over the last couple years have come to care about it, like I just, I can't see it. I, I'm, I'm calling
1: karma too.
0: I would love to see, you think karma? Fresh off of glow? Yeah,
1: exactly. That's why I'm thinking, cause like, she's still in that ring shape, I, I'm sure, like.
0: Yo, and can you imagine? if she could stick around karma nia Jax, Asuka, like yo women's division lit um i'll predict that i'll predict kelly kelly who she was there monday she was there monday didn't do anything is definitely in ring shape has been around um i i, I to me it's almost a guarantee um definitely not maries or maria canellis that is confirmed They're no not doing it Someone suggested to me that they do the very rare. They have a very rare third trimester match, but I do. I don't. I just don't see that happening. It just seems dangerous and unlikely. Um. uh let's say, Caitlyn. Everyone thinks. To which I mean, honestly, I can't. I, when I saw a picture of Caitlyn recently and her real name, I could not remember who it was, and she and she, and she was a champion. Yeah, she was. That was so quick, bro. Like, do you remember a quicker run than Caitlyn nope. with a championship involved? Like from her run of being like, who
1: is this to get in the championship to being gone? Nope.
0: And she so I, I, she seems likely, but I do not expect her to get a big pop if she does come back.
1: So, let me ask you this. Do you think Stephanie McMahon enters the Rumble
0: even though she's on commentary? Yes. Which I've heard that the wrestling world, I've heard that the same crowd that hates me is not excited about Stephanie on commentary. Well, I'll be
1: honest. I'm not excited about Stephanie on commentary either. Why not? I don't want to I don't want to mess up your political connects. But I will say this. It feels like this women's revolution that they keep saying is happening, right? It feels like it's she's being centered in it. And even her being on commentary, it's like, it's not the Stephanie McMahon and women's revolution. It's the women's revolution. So, like, you know, her announcing the female Royal Rumble, the way that announcement came out was sort of clunky. Um, even the reason we call it a women's revolution is because of a Stephanie McMahon promo. Clunky.
0: I hear you, and, 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 I mean, listen, I can't win this conversation. Depends how much she does on commentary. Right. If she's trying to do the whole thing and, and it's over the top, then obviously I'd think didn't go well. But to disassociate her and act like she's not a part of the change in terms of women in WWE, it's just a false narrative. Right. She,
1: she is definitely a part of it. Like, they have, like, I, you would have to imagine that she is one of the women Advocating for women's wrestling in the back, you know, at creative. You can't take that away from her. Like you can't say, Oh, it's the women's revolution. Well, no, and separately from that, Greg, and
0: separately from that, you can't remove how powerful her role in a fortune 500 company is too. A company that was always dominated by men. So even separately from the ring, Stephanie inherently by being in the power position she's in. Right. There is a, a piece of that that's super important to the entire package. Now, listen, I think it would have been cool to see her in the match. Uh, that would be super cool. And maybe she could still get in the match. Yep, Who knows? It's, it's great.
1: I just felt like the idea of having a woman on commentary, excellent idea. But I feel like maybe a different woman might have not, I don't want to say been better suited, but like, it, for, for the purposes of calling like a women's revolution, it might have been better to have Renee on commentary there.
0: Well, Renee doesn't do commentary like that, uh, you know, at the ring. Lita has, and yeah. Beth Phoenix yep. has. Um, although I think Beth Phoenix will be in the Rumble.
1: Right, and I think Lita will be in the Rumble too. It and I think will, they're not so the, the question
0: is, who would the big ooh ah surprise be? I think Karma would be a pretty big ooh surprise. Is there anyone else you could think of that would really, take you back and be like, "Well, I would love Gail Kim, not gonna happen."
1: I think Eve Torres maybe just cuz she hasn't been gone so long. that's not long. gonna get,
0: I love Eve. She ain't gonna get a huge pop though.
1: I think do you think they've exhausted their huge pops on the like like uh cuz Mickey James is back, she's announced for the
0: Rumble. Right. Lita's an obvious selection She'll still get a big pop. Lita will still definitely get a pop.
1: But we're expecting it though like a you're talking about a complete... I know, but I'm talking about mood. a
0: complete surprise, yeah.
1: And, like, um Ivory and uh, Alundra Blaze might not
0: be... They might be a little bit too... Jackie could do it, won't get a huge pop. Right. I'm trying to think of, like, who... Man, R.I.P. Makes you think about China. <sighs> that was it. That would have been it. I mean, listen, let's be real, too. With everything that happened... I still think that when the women's rumble was announced, there's a good chance that China would have come back for it. Oh yeah, she would have definitely wanted to. I, I think they would have mended, you know, listen, they're going to mend it at some point anyway. She's going to end up in the hall of fame at some point. She absolutely has to. It's, I have the magazine cover sitting over there right now. The cover of Newsweek. When they did a cover of Newsweek, I think the cover was Vince, The Rock, and China.
1: <laughs> nah.
0: Swear it's the rock and shine no vince vince is on the inside yeah that that says a
1: lot (laughs) that says a whole lot
0: there you go and on the inside yep Vince. vince vince that's hey bear we're trying to do a podcast here bud it's the number one sports recreation podcast on planet earth are you with or without a life bear
1: Is she home? He's staring at a door So he might be Without a life right
0: now So Greg Greg um, Give your prediction On the Women's Royal Rumble While I go to the door
1: I Am going to predict Asuka Wins the Women's Royal Rumble Um, I think she's the heavy favorite Obviously A lot of people want to see Want to see Asuka Win the Royal Rumble And go on to claim her spot As a women's champion um, Which brand we don't know but I, I think Oscar's going to get it right here. Um, rumors, not rumors, but uh, the speculation that we won't see Ronda Rousey, which I guess speculation is rumors, but um, that she's uh definitely going to be filming a movie with Mark Wahlberg. I think they already started filming and she's going to be out of the country. So um, it's going to be tough for her to show up. It's not ruled out, but it's like 99% ruled out that she's going to show up for the Women's Rumble, which leaves the door if you ask me, wide open for Asuka.
0: I want to be different and I want to come up with a clever like thing like it's going to be an amazing story for, you know, Sasha, you know, like someone who kind of, who's really important and needs something to happen, but I, th- I think it ends up being Asuka too.
1: Yeah, and like, no disrespect to Sasha, we love her, but like How many firsts involving women needs her fingerprints on it? You know what I mean? Uh, she main evented that Raw with Charlotte. Um, her, Charlotte and Becky Lynch were in the first women's match to go a certain amount of time at a WrestleMania. I think it was over like, over eight minutes or something like that. That's a good point though. Um, the Iron Woman match in NXT, uh, they main evented that takeover, I believe her and Bailey. Sasha doesn't need to be the first woman to do everything in WWE. She probably would have won the women's money in the bank if she was on SmackDown.
0: Now, speaking of women in the Women's Royal Rumble, a woman who is speculated to join the Royal Rumble is my wife, Alexa. She joins us right now. Alexa, true or false, you will be a surprise entrant in the Women's Royal Rumble. Oh, the speculation dissent. <laughs> really? Are you trying to pop your fans who haven't heard from you, I think? It's been a while since our Grease trip, so you got to pop your fans. I think they're very excited to hear from me, and I think they want to hear more. But did uh, did you let them know that you're the one putting the kibosh, in the fact that I can't be on the podcast every once in a while? <laughs> <laughs> well, she popped for Greg big time already. Oh. First of all, I put no some. I put no sort of kibosh. <laughs> There's been no kib- kibosh. What's it called? No, I, I think kibosh is correct, but I, I I didn't do I didn't put any kibosh. It's just scheduling. Where are you right well, you,
1: now? You you run the show though, so I, I mean,
0: work. oh right, you're at work. You're not prioritizing. Um, I can join by phone. They love to hear my voice as well. All right, so give a prediction since you're here. Who do you think is going to win the Women's Royal Rumble? (laughs) I think uh, Natty is going to win the Women's Royal Rumble. Huh, really? How about that? Any Any logic behind that? Any thoughts? Because she comes from a very strong bloodline, wrestling bloodline. (laughs) Is it also because she follows you on Instagram? No, that has nothing to do with it. How dare you say something like that? Um, all right. Uh, is, is there anything else? Will you text me? I'll be wrapping this up here in a few minutes. Yeah, I'll text you. Anything else? What about the men's rumble? Any prediction there? You know, that one's a little harder to predict. I think maybe um, Kane could win that one. <laughs> he's not. <laughs> I don't, a, think, he's I don't a, think he's in it. He has another match that night. He yeah, could he be in know. it, though. Could he could be bringing people back. You're right. He could come back. But you're going with Kane and Alexa. is a risky pick. <laughs> I like Kane. Alright, she's sticking with Kane. Okay, love you, hon. Love you guys, bye. There. Look, she <laughs> included you in the love you too, Greg. Kane,
1: oh, thank you. I love you too, Alexa.
0: Kane, <laughs> Kane is a risky pick. Kane is a very risk. not a hot, that is a scorching hot take.
1: Because he, no, no pun intended either. Um,
0: well well done. Alright, hold on. So we, we are, already both went with Asuka. We gotta make a pick for the men's rumble. I'm going Shinsuke. I'm going Shinsuke. Wow, and uh, this talk about a first, an Asian a Japanese, specifically yep. Japanese, winner of both Rumbles.
1: Yes, I'm going Shinsuke, and here's I, I wanted to see Shinsuke Nakamura versus AJ Styles at last year's WrestleMania. Um, I predicted Shinsuke winning the Royal Rumble wild early for last year's Royal Rumble. I think I predicted it in 2016 that he was gonna get called up and win the Rumble. It didn't happen. It did not. Um, and this is this is the year they can make it right. What what did he do last year at the Rumble? He was not at the Rumble because he was, I don't was he at the Takeover? He was not on he was not on the main roster yet though. Oh, oh, he he had that Takeover match with
0: oh Shinsuke's only been around since right after WrestleMania, right? Mm -hmm. So this would be the year.
1: Yeah, they they need to make it up to me. That's time. Well, he
0: he he was main roster. Are we on the first year of Shinsuke or second?
1: This is like. I think this is the first year cuz I don't even think he came up right after Maine. Yeah, he it was the day after Maine it was he the came day after up. Mania, so right? we're still or in Tuesday year, after main. Yes, the Tuesday after main. We're still in year 1. We're still in year 1.
0: Um I'm going to go I'm going to go Roman Reigns in Philly again. Burn the building. Down. Well, yeah, that's
1: exactly what I was thinking. Listen, if if Roman no, not Reigns, by the way, I'm
0: not saying you should do that. I'm if, saying that's what people. If
1: Roman Reigns is in the final two, I'm gonna have to start making my way to the exit because it could be a riot.
0: Well, not to mention you, I'll have to hide in the back. Now, God forbid, <laughs> right? God forbid Roman wins and they see me at the same time. Well, we don't know what what these people are capable of.
1: <laughs> yeah, I got I got to make my move for the exit.
0: Although Philly's gonna be in a good mood this week, they're heading to the Super Bowl, so there should be some happy. The Philadelphians certainly. Um, the
1: Philadelphians are emotional though, like their mood can go from real good to real, like things can go sour in a second. Zero attitude. to a hundred. Yeah,
0: real quick, quick. Real, real, real quick. Um. so, uh, alright, I'm i going Roman Reigns, SGG going Shinsuke, uh, I'm going, um did I make my actual pick for the Women's Rumble?
1: I said Oscar, you said we can't both go Oscar, so I'm assuming that you're gonna go Oscar,
0: yeah, I mean that's i, I I've been feeling Oscar too. I did say Oscar, but then part of me thinks like it's so obvious maybe she gets tossed out and that sets up, but you know, isn't the setup just for her and Alexa bliss? so I feel so boring going Roman and Oscar. I mean I gotta tell you those are two boring picks. you guys know who I want to win the men's rumble, Jason Jordan. I, I want, that's
1: not a boring pick at
0: all. That's not a boring pick at all. Jason Jordan winning. You're
1: shaking the table with Look, that pick. Can actually. you
0: imagine the booze in Philly? Right. Although it would be weird because it's Philly. So some people would probably cheer and love it. It would be, be a little, it would be interesting to see how people would react in Philadelphia. Um, we will do a heat and greet this Saturday night. So check your Twitter, uh, in the evening. Um, uh, my guess is we'll let people get in the building first. The show starts at eight. It ends around 10. Yep. So we'll have the heat and greet around 9 o'clock. Um, d- like, you know, 10, 15 minutes. Hang out. Say what's up for a little bit. I'll hang out there for a little bit um, and say what's up. You know, hopefully I won't run into a war machine. You know, <laughs> could be dangerous. Um, SGG, I'm, I'm looking forward to this weekend. And uh, listen, if, if somehow the press conference d- gives us news that's like shocking and not what we expected, I may come back and add more to this. Um, but at the time, as we go to press here, I don't have time for it. Um, SGG, please do me a favor over the course of the next days and weeks and through the weekend, and that is stay mage.
1: Oh, yeah.